0: Welcome to the show, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Congratulations on the new project, Motovin. You got to be pretty happy with it. It's a big oh, yeah. step forward in your career.
1: Oh, for sure. That was a uh, that was bucket list for sure. Mm-hmm. for sure. How long have you been wanting to work
0: with Zaytovin for?
1: As long as I've been rapping. I grew up yeah. on I grew up on Zaytoven with Gucci and Future and all the other guys he worked with being in Florida. So he definitely was like one of the biggest producers that you know we looked up to.
0: Originally, you were a basketball player. That's what you wanted to do in life.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I just knew I was going to the NBA one way or another. Y'all <laughs> had up the plan.
0: What position did you play?
1: I played the two shooting guard.
0: Shooting guard? Yeah. What was your best game that you ever played in your life? How many points did you score?
1: Shit, I don't know. Maybe like 43 or something like
0: that. 43? Did you ever play against Aaron Gordon in a one-on-one?
1: Oh, for sure. All for sure? Yeah, all, all the time. <laughs>
0: Uh, you hold yeah, your AG, own,
1: Ag. Yeah, of course, of course, I can hold my own. Ag. Nice though. <laughs> it's the reason why he, you know, what I'm saying, one of the highest paid players in the league.
0: Does it hurt that he's on the Nuggets now because he used to be uh, back home?
1: Uh, that, that hurt my soul for sure. Yeah. That's still my guy. I talk to him all the time. We talk very often.
0: What was it like working with him in the studio because it's, it's kind of interest, interesting to see how an athlete is and wanting to become a rapper because athletes have always wanted to be rappers since the beginning of the time. You look at Allen Iverson, Shaq, Kobe.
1: Yeah, it was dope. AG, dope. AG, nigga, actually could rap for real. He rap, he rap real good. You know what I'm saying? He's good with words. Um, but it was dope. It, it, was, it was just like anything else. We got a good relationship, friendship. So that made the work easier.
0: Dame's nice too. Damian Lillard.
1: Oh, yeah, Dame can go. Famous. Miles Bridges can rap too.
0: Yeah, he can.
1: <laughs> Miles Bridges is dope. He surprised me. I heard one of his songs. I was like, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in, in your family as well, you had some musical background with your father being a DJ.
1: Yeah, my pops was, my uncle was, my little brother, a rapper. My older brother did his hand at rapping for a little bit, but then he got on the business side of it. So we all, you know what I'm saying, been in tune with music for a while.
0: How's your father feel about your music?
1: I so just like any other dad, you know what I'm saying? At first, it's like, oh, why you want to do that? But you know, you both play basketball, but then it started to go. Now, I'm his favorite rapper, you know what I'm saying? So, it just, you know, it is what it is. He love it though.
0: Did you ever DJ when you were a kid?
1: No, I never tried my hand at it. I used to mess around with it when they used to be in there doing it, like under under them and playing, scratching the, the vinyls and all that shit. Like, that, that's all we did. It was cool though.
0: Is your father critical of the new generation of rap since he since he comes from the old school generation? Because I know he accepts you, of course, but is he kind of just like I accept my son, but I still love that old school, that old school Florida
1: sound. No, he, no he, he liked the new school sound, too. But even with me, like all my projects that I put out. I'm displaying what I could do as far as like making songs, but like I haven't really like really my album. I, I really showcase, cause I'm about done with my album. Now my album, I really showcase my rapping ability. Now on this is like more like the vibe. I did the mixtape in three days, like, you know what I'm saying? Like just really showing I can make songs and, and being able to work with Zaytoven. Cause he, that's how Zaytoven work. He, he one of the ones, like he don't like to overthink. He like to get the song done in 30 minutes and move on to the next song. Like that's how Zaytoven works. So mm-hmm. doing that with this, I, I, I display, you know, I'm nice, but like on my album, I really, you know what I'm saying? I can, mm-hmm. I kind of got that old school feel too, still. So my dad liked my music a lot more than other people.
0: I know you look up to Lil Wayne and Jay Z, Rick Ross, J Cole.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you just name my whole list. Drake too. Drake be the last one. You just name my whole list for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But definitely uh, Wayne, Wayne. Wayne was when I was in like you know middle school. Wayne had like the hottest run in the game. So that was dope.
0: His rhymes are definitely slept on. People should bring him up a lot more than they do because he says some stuff that's just insane that no one would even think of at first. When you go back to listen to it in the replay, you're like, damn, he said that? My Wayne? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that, like I said, Wayne Wayne is Wayne, dog. Is Wayne, uh, what was your
0: go to Wayne album growing up?
1: Was, it was mixtapes. So, like, it's mix mix tapes. Tapes and, uh, Droughts, like all that. No cylinders. I was, I love Wayne album, I'm like, of course, the Carters, but. His mixtapes was what we loved, so.
0: I know you were able to go viral on TikTok with your songs, other platforms as well. When did you start building connections through the industry and really getting in these doors to get your name known and eventually signing an Epic?
1: Yeah, I had uh, A.O. the producer. My my guy, he produced uh, out of there, the one that went viral. Mm -hmm. And we got a bunch of songs together. But uh, he was my introduction to the game. Like, I had met him at a party. He kind of took me in. We was like songwriting together and doing all type of stuff. And he was, he'd take me to LA with him. He'd take me to Atlanta, take me, you know what I'm saying? He was kind of showing me the ropes and introducing me to people. And that's how I kind of got my feet wet. And then, you know, we've just been building from there.
0: Mm -hmm. The path to Zaytoven. Of course, this is the path that we're on. We're talking about AO there. Right. When did you meet Zaytoven after that point?
1: I met Zaytoven in January. I just met Zaytoven.
0: You just met him?
1: Yeah, recently. I just met Zaytoven. And, uh, that was dope, my homie Dave. He was from—he's a local guy he's from Orlando, but he lives in Atlanta now. And he has been cool with Zay for a couple of years, and uh, he introduced us, and we got in the studio. And you know, he—he he, did—he did the thing. He did what a lot of people don't do. You know what I'm saying? He showed love.
0: Something that he said to you that he loves about your music, or anything that he said about you in general that may make you stick out from every other artist in this industry right now.
1: You asking me, or something that they said?
0: Something. Well, I'm asking you. What did they tell you? What did Zaytoven tell you?
1: Oh, he said my voice from the jump. He was like, my voice is very distinct, and I don't sound like nobody else. And then just the work ethic is something that separates me from a lot of people.
0: What do you love most about the project? Working with them, especially being able to connect with another producer as big as this.
1: I love the most about the project. It's kind of hard to narrow it down to like one thing. I love so much about it. The production my melodies, the cadences, the flows, the, the 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 concepts. the Everything was so natural, bro. It's was like I was in a zone. Like I said we did the whole thing in three days. So I was just in a crazy zone and, and whatever, the first thing I spit out just came. So I said about the whole body of work, I just love, you know, I feel like personally it's no skip. No, not I feel like personally, it's no skips. You know what I'm saying? You can, let it, you, you, you can put it on and you can let it run, you feel me? So I love that the most. But what I enjoyed about just the whole process was just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like being in that type of zone, I've never been in that type of zone before. And it was it was, it was dope.
0: Mm-hmm. On cost, you mentioned that life is a motion picture, but it ain't a movie. Why is that? Is the movie coming soon?
1: Oh, yeah, the movie coming soon, for sure. <laughs> you, you hit it on the head, bro. You've been doing your research. <laughs> <laughs> You've been, you been doing your research. Oh, yeah, uh, you. I always do. Yeah, documentary on the way, for sure.
0: The documentary is on the way too. What do you, what are some things that your fans can expect from the documentary? Because I think that's, the documentary is your chance to really, because interviews, you're limited. You can only get out what you get out. In the documentary, everything's always planned out. What, what do you plan to address on the documentary you have coming forward?
1: Well, me as an artist, a lot of people feel like they don't really know me too well. Like, they know the music, but they don't really understand who Mo is, like, as a person. And, like, the, the stuff we've been capturing over the last however much time, uh, I can't even put a time frame on it when we'll put it out, but what we've been capturing over the years. Um, I'm excited for people to see it.
0: What's a little preview you can give that people may not know about yourself personally?
1: As far as what, just who I am? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm think i I'm a character, bro. Like I'm, I'm a funny guy, you know what I'm saying? So I think that'll be a surprise to a lot of people. I'm, I'm very easy going, so. People look at me and be like, oh, he look kind of mean, or I'm, I'm, he kind of scared. So, you know what I mean? Or they hear my voice and like, oh, he intimidating, but I was chilling, bro.
0: Who's been someone that you met so far throughout this industry journey that surprised you because you thought of them, just how someone may thought of you, if you look scary looking or whatever, however they may look at you, who was someone that you thought of in a certain way, but when you met them, they were completely the opposite? Oh,
1: uh, Wale, Wale was cool as hell. He was, Wale. Of, <laughs> he was one of the coolest dudes I ever met, he was chill. Uh, laughing, joking, playing. like he's, Wale was dope, man. He was definitely one. Shout out to Wale. He was one of the coolest people I met for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Has there been any people reaching out for features to use, big big wise, let's say, such as Wale, that's been congratulating you on the new project or wants to link up with you in the studio?
1: Nah, man, they ain't, they ain't been banging my line, man. I don't know, I don't know what's up. They ain't, they ain't even hitting me, bro. I don't oh, know. that's crazy. I don't understand. I don't that's, know. We, we're going to figure it out, though. It's going to happen, though. Yeah, for sure. As soon you, got, you got
0: the hard work going there. As soon as you you you've mastered going viral, you master gaining the respect of someone like Zaytoven. I think you can basically write your own ticket and saying what you're gonna do in this industry. Yeah,
1: for sure.
0: That's a fact. It, yeah, from no, from right. here, from here, who, what would you say was is another producer that you would love to tap in with and see how they could bring the artist out in you even more.
1: You know, obviously the legends like the Pharrell, the Timbo, them type of guys. That's that's you know the Swiss Beats. That's a whole different realm. But I would love to. But as far as like uh, well established producers that are like hot, that I think I could finagle with right now, like Honorable Sino is hard. I want to get in with Honorable Sino, like ASAP, or like a Metro Bowman or something. I, I, I would be very curious to see what we could cook together.
0: How's it at Epic Records?
1: How it's is dope. it? It's, it's dope. Cool. Yeah, Epic cool. Um, AR love Sylvia, dope. like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just tapped in with a, a, another Anr So we, we we working for sure.
0: Were there other re- labels that reached out to you or Epic was the one?
1: Oh, nah, bro. I had like 22 labels. 22. Of <laughs> yeah, like all Motown, Epic, Columbia, Interscope. Like you name them, they it was something on the table for sure. Mm-hmm. Epic was just, it, it was the right fit. The, the deal was the best. Let's put it like that. hmm
0: and the a rs help you out there. What do the a rs do at Epic that gets you in gear when you're in the studio? Because it's always interesting to hear because a rs play a big part in a musician's life.
1: Yeah, but for me so far in my career, I've, it, I've been pretty self-contained. You feel what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I ain't really been like, I ain't been in the studio with no A&R yet. I've been knocking out oh. everything, just me and my people, you know what I'm saying? So when that time come, I guess I can answer that question again. We can double check <laughs> and figure it out. But for now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been rocking, just me just me and my folks. Mm-hmm
0: you're still dropping music, you're still doing your thing on social media, you figured out a way around COVID, because that's the thing, as soon as COVID is gone and out of here, that's when artists, the new artists, especially like you, and you've actually been working for a while, you've dropped something before, No Regrets, that was a big one.
1: Yeah, that was good. That was my first project, that was my first mixtape I recorded at, at my mom's house in my bedroom right in the corner with a, with a towel over my head to block out the sound. And shit. <laughs> we, we've been doing this for a while, we've been chasing this for a minute, so.
0: Now you're now you're about to really get on the verge of blowing up here. Now, the, the performances, like I said, they're very limited right now. When we're allowed to perform again, where do you want to hit first? Do you have somewhere in mind?
1: Yeah, you got you got yeah, of course you got to touch Atlanta. That's that's nothing. That's a no brainer. uh Texas is dope. Uh, I would love to, to tap into the LA market, New York, you know, the major city, Chicago, all that. But it's like some smaller cities that, that like me too. Like it's. Uh, uh, what's it called, like Shiverport, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. They're like one of my highest streaming cities. Like it's the most weirdest thing. It's like, where is that? You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what that was. But like, I definitely want to tap into some of them and like, you know, upstate New York, they rock with me too. So it'd be dope just to be able to finally like uh, put a face to the music. Cause right now my music is a little bit bigger than me. So once the brand can catch the music, we'll be all right.
0: Gonna go crazy. Your fans are gonna go wild. What's something that you love most about your fans and building that fan base on Instagram and all the social media platforms?
1: Yeah, when you got a code following, but they rock with you with whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even, it don't even matter. Like everything I put out is, is that. You know what I'm saying? But even if I was to put out some mediocre shit, which I never will, but if I was, they'll like it too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I appreciate the loyalty that they show me for sure. Mm -hmm.
0: It's interesting that you mentioned cult following because I had a discussion the other day with uh, a hip hop legend OC on my show and we talked about Cypress Hill having a cult following. Why do you believe that you have a cult following? What would you say is the difference between having a fan base and a following compared to having that cult following and backing?
1: Yeah, like I said, a cult following, they're loyal, so they they rock with whatever you rock with. You put a shirt out, they're going to buy the shirt. You put a rubber band out, they're going to buy the rubber band. You put a, a button out, they're going to put that button on their clothes. You know what I'm saying? A fan base, I feel like they just jump on when everybody else jump on. Like, they see a bunch of other people liking you, and they start liking you too. The <laughs> so following is really the ones that actually are engaged in the artists and not just the music or whatever they can provide for you.
0: Does Mo have any apparel that your fans can purchase right now?
1: They hit my cash out. Yeah, I got some hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some hats and t-shirts for sure, but the website under construction, it'll be good sooner than later. Mm-hmm.
0: What else could we see on that website? Websites play an important part in an artist's portrayal and press kit.
1: Yeah, for sure. I got my videos on there, any upcoming situations I got. Like I just performed in Atlanta on Monday. How long. was that? It was good. It was dope. I did it with a coalition DJs. It was dope. So, you know, got it. it's always good to get in front of people because, you know, they they... It's nothing like that live engagement it's, instead of being on the internet. Like I think in this generation, a lot of people get caught up on the internet and it's like, bro, that's, that's one leg of it. You got to get in front of the people. You got to move around. You got to talk to people. You got to, you know, do what you do.
0: hundred percent.
1: Yeah, if the internet, there's... All, that, all, that, all that stuff is on the website though.
0: And it'll be dropping soon. It's under construction and uh, you know, we'll be looking forward to seeing that because that's that's who you are. You go to your website, you find everything, your videos, your music, apparel. You got the Motovin shirts
1: got more time. matter of fact, you, you, you DM me your edit, bro. I'll shoot, shoot you a white and a black one, for sure.
0: Oh, I appreciate that. I'm going to DM you, for sure. You I get that you. promo up here on the show for you, too. Well, I yeah, yeah. got the records in the rotation, too.
1: I appreciate it. Yeah, let me let me know. Just DM me and let me know your sizes, bro. I'll send them to
0: you. No doubt. I appreciate that, man. I do. If there's a hip-hop legend that you would love to work with, I know we mentioned all the other ones, J. Cole, Jay-Z, but someone that may be from the 90s, I, I'm probably going to say someone like Outkast, Andre 3000, Big Boy, yeah, yeah. Would it be? Yeah,
1: you get again. You doing your research because three thousand and one. There's, there's no, it's nobody else. <laughs> three thousand and one. I I wish like my my hip hop twenties would be made if I just can catch one more under three thousand album. Just one. I just want one. If he give me one, I never want nothing else from him ever again. Like you know, you get a verse from him every seven years, and it's just the most legendary verse in the world. But I definitely, I definitely want to hear at least one more under three thousand project.
0: You pride yourself off of lyricism, actually. Out of all these other rappers that are out here right now, a lot of them, you take pride in that. You take your lyrics seriously. Why is that? Because a lot of times people just want to get in the studio, make the party record, and that's it. I feel as though you have a real story to tell.
1: Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm just rapping my life, bro. I'm rapping what I see. I'm rapping what I've done. I'm rapping what I'm, I'm about to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm real big on that. I'm real big on speaking things into existence, and I do a lot of it in my music. So it's just something I take pride in because it's like, it's so much BS out here. I feel like to stand out, you got to be a little different than everybody else. And even in my process, like I freestyle a lot. As far as like freestyle, I mean, like punching lines, like off the top, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll mumble something, punch in line, whatever the case may be. But I can't speak on some shit that I've never done before that I have no experience with because it won't even feel right. Like it won't even sound confident on the mic if you're saying it because there's nothing you've ever done. It's like, well, who are you faking for? Like, I'm, I'm not buying that. You know what I'm saying? You can kind of hear that in the music. Like, I know, not that we ain't gonna call nobody out, but I know you've listened to some music sometime you can hear artists and you're like, oh, that's, don't, you, you ain't never done that before. Like, you no. <laughs> that don't even sound right. You know what I'm saying? So I just try to stay true to myself and, and make sure I portray that on the beats.
0: It's like putting a nineties rapper on a trap beat.
1: I mean, you you say you put Jay on a trap beat, he gonna body it. You know what That's I mean? That's true. So, you, know you can't say that. You put you put Nas on a hit boy. You know what I'm saying? He gonna yeah. body that. You know? What I feel? You feel me? So it's like you can't really say that. But I get it though. I, I get the metaphor. Yeah.
0: Me. There's there's certain hip hop artists from the '90s that couldn't They couldn't rap on on the trap beats. They couldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't sound right.
1: Mm-mm. But then, like I said, you got your Jay and your Nas. Nas. Cool. You see, they about to drop a song together on a Kelly album, right?
0: Yeah, I saw that. <laughs>
1: James Fontanarroy, that's crazy. I know that. I that know
0: is that crazy. Part.
1: I know that record's stupid. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I'm gonna assume if you had to choose Jay Z or Nas, who, who's that? Who's that guy? Is it Jay?
1: Yeah, it's Jay. It's Jay. And,
0: and why? Do you think Jay? Hmm. W- w- what do you prefer Jay over exactly? Is it discography? Is it his lyrics? Is it his that's, delivery, yeah. or is it just the, everything?
1: Jay got the best delivery ever. I say that about about anybody. The way he says what he says and how he says like this man has lived so much life. I, when I was younger, I didn't even know what Jay-Z was talking about. I still sometimes don't, because he could be rapping about some shit he did in a whole other country, speaking that language. I'm like, bro, I don't, until I go do it, I'm like, oh, this is what he was talking about. You know what I'm saying? So it's just one of them things, the older you get, uh, he's just one of them artists that you you understand. But Nas is dope, though. Like, I, I, I've never been like a huge Nas fan, but you know, I respected him because he a legend. But this last project, the Hit-Boy project, it was going crazy. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, bro, this. This is a whole different rapper to me, like, <laughs> like, and it's crazy. That's how music works. As long as Nas has been rapping, I've never been like, of course, I know like the songs that blew up. I know I can and all that one mic, and off everybody knows the song, mm-hmm. but like, as far as like really being a fan of his, that this last project is, it turns a family. Oh, no, it's hard.
0: I think this last album definitely rejuvenated Nas's career. He reinvented himself because people... We haven't heard Nas over trap beats and different sounding beats before. Hip Boy was able to put him in a different sounding room and he still killed it. That's because an MC can do anything on any beat. If you're a true MC, you can rhyme on anything and make that go. And he won his first Grammy.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, not Hip Boy and Nas was the, the perfect mesh for sure. You mm-hmm. know, always one of my things with Nas was like his beat selection. I never really used to like the beats.
0: That's what people say all the time. I'm a big Nas guy. I. Because I'm someone that prefers lyrics over beats, right. which is why I'm more attracted to your music because you're, you you pride yourself in lyrics. I want to hear what an artist has to say where Nas, there's some things where Nas just triumphs everyone in the game and some things that he says.
1: Yeah, for sure. But you know, it's Nas, right? You know what i mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it's dope to see them actually have a song together. I'm ready to hear it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be crazy because everyone still brings up, even though they've had songs like Black Republican and they've collaborated after their Big Beef, which is iconic in and of itself. It's going to be interesting what, they're, what it's going to sound like on this new album by DJ Khaled. I'm sure Hip Boy is on your list of producers that you want to work with.
1: Oh, for sure. I
0: mean, what, what, what kind of setting would you want that to sound like? If you could map big. it out.
1: Something big, like... um maybe like on some racks in the middle type field, like the same type of stuff he was doing with Nip and Roddy Rich and all that, like just something big, like Hit Boy has big production. Or we could take it to the the, the, the Drake sound with the trap and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, it, it depends on what the field is, but some of everything hit one of the most versatile producers that I've heard in the game, you know, between like him and Mustard and them guys on the West Coast, they all nice. So yeah, it, it'll be dope. When it happened for sure, I, I'll make sure you tune in for sure. <laughs>
0: Besides the producers that you work with so far with Zaytov and the other ones we mentioned and Hit Boy is definitely on your list. You mentioned DJ Muster. Who do you think would else would be that connection for you uh, and making hit records?
1: I don't really know, bro. I, I, could, I could tap in with pretty much anybody, but I don't know. Like, I done done stuff with Murder Beats already. I done, mm-hmm. done stuff with... Uh, like the newer ones, Twisted Genius, and all them got I done tapped in with them, so. I don't know, maybe D Hill, the one that produced Life is Good for you okay. uh, and Drake, he hard too, or OZ, he another one too, he tough too, so. he tough. Maybe, yeah, maybe tapping in with them will be dope, but we're still working, bro, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we'll get there, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: 100%, you gotta get into some sports talk, growing up a Magic fan, of course. Who's your favorite Magic player of all time?
1: Of all time?
0: Would it be Shaq, Penny?
1: They, they love me, bro. I don't, they love <laughs> me, bro. I need, I need some loyalty, man. Uh, no, I'm just playing. I I love both of them. But um, I actually just seen Shaq not too long ago. You know, Shaq, yeah. Lived, Shaq, yeah, all the time. Um, my favorite all the time? Maybe because of how he played, kind of resemble how I play. I used to love Nick Anderson, because he could shoot the ball. I was, I was I always like, shooters. Nick Anderson, Fire. but yeah, i said say probably Nick. And then just being biased, A.G. was dope to watch when he was here for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And he got robbed of his dunk contest twice. There you go, he stick it up, twice.
1: Yeah, but, well, I'll tell him this too. The Zach Levine one wasn't as much of a rob as this last one. Mm-hmm. Like the, Zach, the Zach Levine dunks was crazy. Like it, 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 put it like this, the Zach Levine one was an argument. Like A.G. did some better dunks but Zach Levine dunks was crazy too. You know what I'm saying? Like it was at least one of the things where it's like you flip a coin Whatever. This last one with what is Derrick Jones, mm-hmm. it wasn't even close, bro. It's like it's like why is that even a, like after the, the side of the backboard joint, the shit should have been over.
0: To be honest, the one w- where he did go against Levine with the hoverboard when he dunks over the the mascot and with the hoverboard,
1: yeah, when he put it, on, the, the put it under his it legs, crazy, bro. But then Zach was doing crazy. Zach was going under the goal doing the Zach has some crazy ones too. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. To me, that was still – that one was more of an argument than this last
0: one. Yeah. The the, the dunk contest this last year, it's – you know why? Because all the dunks have been done already. A lot of them have been done. There's It's just at this point, what, what else can we witness? We've witnessed it all. Right. I think Obi Toppin should have won the dunk contest this year. He had some crazy dunks.
1: He did, but, I, you know what I'm saying, the hometown kid won it. Shout out, yeah. out <laughs> that, out, to Anthony Orlando, boy. You know what I'm saying? He won it, so I'll I take it. I think,
0: uh, and the Knicks are going crazy. I'm happy, yeah. but let's see what the Magic do. It's it's crazy oh, that you're
1: you, you a Knicks fan,
0: yeah, big Knicks fan.
1: Oh, y'all, y'all caught a dub with Julius Randle, bro. Yeah,
0: we he's he's nice. I don't care what anyone says. He's nice,
1: he nice, he's nice.
0: He nice. People were sleeping on him. People in New York wanted him gone off the team last year. See how that coach is a major change.
1: It took a while for him to adjust to the league, too, though, because even when he was in LA. He wouldn't. He, he, it was a couple years when it was just Denver. He wasn't rocking like this.
0: No, he's, he's taking over.
1: Oh, he's doing his thing. I love, I love to see it for sure.
0: He's, t- he's taking over, but I, I mean, the magic getting rid of it. They got rid of all their players,
1: got rid of Evan Vooch, AG. <laughs> they let the whole team go because they felt like it was time to rebuild. But I like Denver for AG, though. He's gonna finally get to the playoffs, he's gonna be able to experience the West. You know what I'm saying he got Joe Kidge. When Jamal Murray get back right, they'll be, you know, Will Barton and they are nice, bro. I like that team. Michael Porter, I like that team a lot.
0: For Florida now, this is interesting because you got well, you also got the Miami Heat, but for football, Buccaneers or Dolphins? Bucks. Bucks.
1: My dad, my dad, a big Dolphins fan. My dad liked the Dolphins and the Hurricanes. He liked all Miami teams. But for me, the Buc- I like the Bucks. back when Warren Sapp played for them, Warren Sapp from Orlando, too.
0: Number 99.
1: Yeah, so he's the Orlando guy playing for the boat. That's when they won the championship back then, in like, 02 or something.
0: Classic, yeah. Every Florida artist that I've had on has told me that it's been, it was wild when you guys won the Super Bowl out there.
1: Yeah, I was actually out there. I was out there with Ludacris. He had a performer at like the after party. I was out there with him and his team, and it was dope. Tom Brady pulled up to the boat on a police escort boat. <laughs> just, just him and like five police officers on a boat, and Gronk was behind him on another boat like, Getting in the pitch black dark, all you see is a boat riding up, and Tom Brady jumping off. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm "Like you just won a Super Bowl." What up? Uh, <laughs>
0: if I was there, I'd have my jet jersey on and push them both off the boat. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: They, they would have came out. You would have went to jail immediately. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they've, they they called me enough. Su- they've caused me enough suffering.
1: Yeah, they probably would have put you under the jail. Yeah, they, the, they, yeah.
0: they, they probably would have. My God, yeah. I'm probably. glad they're glad they're in Tampa Bay and out of out of the AFC East.
1: Yeah, for sure. But you,
0: you always have Alabama football. Nick Saban's always going to give you a good team down there.
1: Yeah, but I don't really care about Alabama football. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I like, <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like the Gators.
0: You're a Gator guy?
1: Yeah, I like the Gators probably since. Uh, Chris Leak, like right before Tim Tebow. When Tim Tebow was a freshman. When Chris Leak was the quarterback, I liked him a lot.
0: He was nice. Kyle Pitts, you got the tight end coming out of the, the draft this year.
1: I ain't too familiar with football, bro. I watch football, but I ain't too like, I, 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 I couldn't even tell you who that is.
0: Kyle Pitts, he's a, he's he's gonna be the best tight end coming out of the draft class. Though I know I remember the Tebow years because Tebow was nice.
1: Oh, Tebow was the man. That's when he, yeah, Aaron Hernandez they they were so stacked. Aaron Hernandez, Riley Cooper, Percy Harvin on the other side, Major Wright, Brandon Spikes. They had like one of the deepest teams. They, they might have had the best college football team ever.
0: One hundred percent, I agree with that. The Gators are slept on. They got nice uniforms too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida, Florida, color orange and blue. Sure.
0: Fire. And speaking of, since we're in the sports talk, you were also featured in the in the 2K soundtrack for 2K20. 20 and 21.
1: I got one. 20 on and 21. Yeah, I got one on 21, too. That's, that Fire. Was that was definitely bucket list dream come true. Mm.
0: You are sure. a big 2K player growing up?
1: Oh, yeah. I got the yeah. PS5 right yeah. <laughs> there. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah always. I was, I was NBA Live. for So 2K didn't get popular until, like, maybe, like, 2K11, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the first that, 2K I had. Yeah, you know, before that, it was all NBA Live. Mm-hmm. The Vince Card on the cover and Carmelo Anthony with the Braves on the cover. Like, you know, we played live. Live had the good music. Live had the good games, the good creative player, all that. that was, I was NBA Live until, uh, yeah, probably about 2K 11, 12, something like that.
0: How did feel the first time to hear that song? Was it people that texted you? Oh, you're on the on the new 2K, or you found out for yourself?
1: Uh, I, you know, we had to do the paperwork and stuff first. So I knew it was going to happen, but- oh, I was going to happen, okay. Yeah, when they um actually updated it in the game, I was driving and uh, I got a Twitter notification and it was from NBA 2K and it was like, you know, updated lists or artists such and such, blah, blah, blah. and then I was like, oh shit, I'm on 2K. It's crazy.
0: Crazy. What, what song do you hear from Motovan on the new 2K?
1: W- walking on Water.
0: Walking on Water.
1: Uh, oh, there may be
0: something coming. Well,
1: walking on water—that that is streaming crazy right now. Like that's that's probably the highest. Not probably. Yeah. I think it. would it came out Friday. On mm-hmm. my, my Apple numbers is already like over hundred thousand streams already.
0: Go getter was another good one too on there.
1: Yeah, go get it hard. That's a, that's the strip club joint.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when when, yeah. when COVID goes away, that's that's gonna be the one.
1: Oh, that's for the ladies for sure. they gonna, they, <laughs> they, they, they love that one. They're gonna eat that one up.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a fire one. I tuned in, tuned in the whole project. You got some, you got some gems on there. And you know, once you things really get going, is there any big DJs in other areas besides Florida that are tapped in with your work? Let's say Power 105, Power 106.
1: Envy just came to Orlando, and on his story post, one of the DJs put it, and like he reposted it. So whoever followed Envy can see the Walking on Water. Walking on Water going crazy right now. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's the one's gonna be in two K. I think.
1: I hope. I hope so. You gonna do know, that
0: again. I hope,
1: I hope Lord willing. Lord oh willing.
0: man! Any visuals, of course. You are gonna have some visuals for this?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna start letting them go soon. I had uh, we already shot the video for cost and uh, we did like another joint for "Getting Your Bag," and then I'm working on some more right now. So you know, the "Walk in Water" video coming for sure
0: visuals coming website coming documentary is on the way anything yeah. else mo you know this is your time i don't care if you want to take a 10 minute speech five minutes whatever you need oh, it's your oh, time
1: oh, 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 oh no we cover pretty much everything you know we got we got the album on the way lottery pick it'll, it'll be hopefully in the fall but for now we're gonna enjoy this moto and we're gonna push this through the summer and we're gonna run it up for sure
0: 100 mo let them know where they can follow you on instagram and twitter and everything up here
1: so on everything moe is better moe is b e t t e r that's instagram twitter youtube subscribe to my youtube all that good stuff i'm always dropping content blogs vlogs whatever it is i'm 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 active on everything
0: and make sure you go check him out check him out on all platforms As he said moe is better you're going to be hearing a lot more from him of course he's going to be blowing up soon i want to i want to thank you for coming on the show man i i appreciate your time and I got your record in the rotation. Anything you need from me ever, just let me know. You know, we'll get it, we'll get it going for you.
1: Push that walking on water for me up there. Bro. Yeah, That's you know me. I got you. <laughs> That's the one. Push that, push that till it busts through the door for me. You feel me? So, no, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you letting a, a, a kid from Orlando with a dream tap in on your shoulder. I appreciate it for sure.
0: No doubt, man. I appreciate it. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. You're always welcome back on.
1: Likewise, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah. Love.